Welcome to Kickstart the Conversation, where we talk about all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and business growth. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Well, then you've come to the right place. Here on Kickstart the Conversation, we have real, honest conversations about what it takes to build a successful business in today's world. No fluff, no BS, just real talk about the challenges and opportunities that come with being an entrepreneur and growing your business. Whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned business owner, we've got something for you. From expert interviews to actionable strategies you can implement immediately, we'll help you get clarity, build momentum, and achieve your goals. So sit back, relax, and get ready to kickstart the conversation with your host, the quiz queen, Catherine O'Leary. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kickstart the Conversation. I'm Catherine O'Leary, your host, and I am here today with one of the Manifestation Squad, the one, the only Shiraz Babu. Shiraz is here to uh, tell us a little bit more about how he actually attracts his ideal clients, which is all around speaking, uh, speaking to sell, as well as attending events. So Shiraz, welcome. Welcome to the program. Hey, Catherine, great to be here. Let's have some fun. <laughs> Let's have some fun. Um, so, um, Charles, can you tell us a little bit first uh, about who, like, who you serve and and what you do with them? Where you phrased that? You I know it? it was on. It was a little odd. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be very informal, folks. We've known each other for a little while. <laughs> All right. So, uh, my my ideal clients are uh, women coaches. Uh, not necessarily like life coaches, uh, it could be business, could coach on marketing. If you do so, sort of coaching, that's my my ideal clients. And I get them from that unstable income space to consistent income. In fact, I have a program now that takes you to seven figures in three years. Perfect. And so women that are right now struggling in the coaching area, you know, trying to find that you know, that consistency that, you know, that, you know, like enough of the roller coaster ride, the up and down and, and really striving to, to get into that seven figures. So where, where are those folks hanging out? Oh, they're, they're hanging out all over the place. Uh, trying to get clients. Right? So mm-hmm. They are, you can find them at networking event. You can find them at events where it's like how to make more money, how to, how to uh, create a program, profit, profitable program how to speak to sell. There's all sorts of places you can find them. And the thing I've found is if you go to a place, for me anyways, when I go to places people have paid to be there, those are people that are investing in themselves. When you go to free things, a lot of times you just find people that are not investing in themselves and just trying to sell to everyone. I think. If you're if you've been to networking events, you've probably met people like that or been to entire events like that. I remember one where it was just everyone stood up and did a pitch, and it was just such a push energy. And I was the last person to go, and I was I was just done. Like I I couldn't even talk about my product. I didn't want to talk about my product. 
So I just got up and said, hey, I'm Shiraz. I'm 87 years old and I sell anti-aging products. And I sell <laughs> <them>. <laughs> because when you're in that in that energy, in that push energy where everyone is pitching, you do shut off. Like things do sound good, but after like the seventh or eighth pitch, mm-hmm. you're done. Like, I mean, your brain can't even, you know, process that anymore. So, so really, and this is what I wanted to, to make sure that my audience understands is that when you go to places and, and you're, you're paying to maybe go to an event, like a, a three-day workshop or even an online summit, the audience is very different if it's a free event than uh, if it's a paid event, even if, and, and Shiraz, you can maybe talk a little bit about this, but even if it's only a nominal fee, like it doesn't have to be like a thousand dollar event. I mean, we, you know, we've seen events that are like $47 and, and it does like even just having that little bit of skin in the game seems to change people's attention or maybe their intention of of what they're trying to get out of the the event would you agree yeah people that only go to free events are in a lack mentality i don't have the money to spend and if you are keep thinking i don't have the money you actually create that in your life and you wonder why you're not getting clients why you're not getting opportunities but people that say i'm willing to invest in myself and and it's it's also like a, a sort of the mindset there it's not i'm willing to spend money because then you could just end up spending money on this and this and this. You get a what is it, um, shiny object syndrome, and you're all over the place. Then you got to go deal with Consuela, and she'll like put you on. Yeah, top. no, I I've, I've had to have <laughs> conversations with Consuela, who deals specifically with shiny object syndrome. Yes, uh, but when you're willing to invest in yourself, you'll be more clear on which events you want to attend, and. I, when I when I talk to people at these events, number one, I've invested in myself to be in there. Uh, number two is I, I have those conversations about what they're doing to enhance their business, enhance their life. And like, so you can you can easily figure out who's there that is, uh, like for me, who's there that's my target. Right. right? I'm, and the thing is I'm making the conversation about them. What are you doing? What are you looking for? And so I can I can easily assess whether I they're my target market. And even when they are my target market, do I actually want to work with this person? Right. <laughs> and that's that's the wonderful thing about the in-person uh, situation. Yeah. So as as we kind of slowly crawl out of, of COVID and, and the pandemic and people are coming back, kind of hit and miss a little bit, but, but they are coming back to live events. Um, I think that you, if you are wanting to attract those ideal clients, going where they're hanging out and they're investing in themselves is a really, it's a really strong way to meet um, a number of ideal clients in a short period of time. Even Mm -hmm. if you're traveling and going to events and paying for the hotel and paying for the, like, you know, for the, um, the airfare um, as well as the event, it does tend to pay off if, if you know your target audience, like if you know your target client and you really know that this is what they would be interested in. And of course that you'd be interested in it too, that like, those are the events that you want to marry. You just don't, you don't want to go start going to every event under the sun because that's not going to help you. Right. Yeah. And, and you can work your way up. I mean, I used to go to events and my cost would be like 50 bucks or a hundred bucks for like a local event. So it's not a big investment. And but now I'm traveling a lot and typically I'm, I'm 
spending about two thousand dollars in hotels, flights, and, and the event itself, but I'm coming out with a, at least one ten thousand dollar client. Right. So fully worth the investment. Now, do you think that um, going to events like this, like, do you think that people have to have a high ticket offer to walk away with like a ten thousand dollar client to make it worthwhile, um, or can they um, can they have a course or an online? offering that is, um, you know, maybe a 2,500 or even a thousand dollars. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? I've seen $2,500 and thousand dollar offers go with like lots of people. Oh, that it's only a thousand bucks. I'm in, that's a no brainer. And, and you can really clean up with those kinds of offers. Mm -hmm. Um, the, right now I'm thinking about, uh, Angel Tussie the other, the other day, because she, one of the things she teaches us is, you know, you got to spend at least an hour to get to have a bigger impact, sell at a high ticket offer. And then she, she did a 20 minute talk and sold uh, $50,000 in yeah. $5,000 program. And I'm like, you just broke your own rule. <laughs> but uh, that, comes, that comes from experience of speaking to sell for, you know, a number yeah. of years. There are the general guidelines. And then there's you just doing your thing and being you and everything goes out the window and you make lots of money. So. Well, and I also think that that goes to she knew really knew the audience in that because we you and I happen to be in the audience for that for that event. Mm -hmm. So um, really knowing her audience and, and being comfortable and and the people that she was not up against, because that's not the right word. But the other people that were speaking to sell were not as polished, maybe as she was. No. So it it became it became a little easier, I think, to come off shining fairly brightly. Not that she wouldn't anyways, because she does. So you go to events, you participate in events. So you might be in the audience and you might be talking to the audience member, but you also do speak to sell, which is a whole different, you know, kind of marketing strategy. Um, and it's a different skill set. So can you tell us a little bit about, about that? Well, ideally when you, when you want to sell, you want to sell one to many. And a lot of people are still selling one to one and it's really hard to build your list or your, your client base. Mm -hmm. So speaking to sell is is a skill it is something you have to train to do you have to learn to do your talk properly because i used to speak to sell and i remember people would come up to me afterwards and say oh my god that was an amazing speech i was so inspired thank you so much and then they'd walk away and when i started learning the techniques of speak to sell i would go up and people would come up with oh my god that was an amazing speech that was so inspiring here's my credit card and that's the, the result you want. Right. So, right. And, and yeah, but it's it's a matter. And, and here's the thing. If you're going to speak to self, as much as you want to endear them to you, you want to make most of that talk about them. Yes. And most people don't get that. I see people come up and say, I have this product and I'm so wonderful and I've accomplished this. And, and you know, this, this, will, uh, this product is so wonderful and it does this and this and this. And I'm like, it, the the way to connect to the audience is to make sure you're using you or your three times as much minimum as I or me. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's funny because if if you go through a if you've got a talk or even if you've written a book that you're using as a lead magnet, go through and start underlying the you your in red <laughs> and the I me in blue, and then start counting them up and see what the ratio is. Really important. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. No, that's, that's a really good point because speaking and, and 
we're not talking about speaking to sell to just live events, like to, to just people that are like in the room. Like you, you do a lot on virtual summits and, and yeah. stages and so on as well. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's the same rule. It's, it's give value, make this about them. If they can, if they can walk away, having learned something, even if they don't buy now, they're grateful to you. And the, the general rule is, eight to 12 touch points for the average person before they make a sale. Yes, you can make a sale on the very first touch point, but uh, what is it? What do they say? The fortunes in the follow-up? Yes. Um, Yeah. So you've got people interested from your talk and now you have to keep following up and you have to keep um, giving them information, giving them value. And, and I see a lot of people that are like, well, how much value do I get? And I'm like, as much as you can in the time allowed. I'm like, but what if that's everything? I said, if that's all you've got, then you don't really have a business or a program. <laughs> well, and I, I always say, give them, you know, what people pay for is not the content. They pay for the implementation. They pay for the accountability and the help to actually mm-hmm. implement the information. So give them the content, give them the information, get like, you know, give them the value, give them everything. I mean, like talk about all of the secrets because the secrets don't mean a lot unless they have the implementation and the roadmap to actually do that. That's what you know, real coaching and real, like, you know, the online programs and so on. That's, that's what you'll see people really, you know, kind of investing in is, is more that help with the implementation, help me get into that mindset, help me with that strategy, help me, you know, with that, that marketing, you know, campaign or or whatever that is. So you talked about speaking to sell and, and, you know, we talked about um, actually making an offer on, on speak to sell, which does require, you know, 15, 20 minutes or more depending on on the stage and so on. So what do you do when you only have like you're in a networking group and you only have like a like the 60 second pitch or you only have maybe three minutes on a stage to to quickly, you know, introduce yourself and give, you know, maybe one point of content or something. What what do you how do you follow up from that? For me, um, I've been in multiple three minute speaking contests. So I know for a fact you can introduce yourself, get them engaged, and make them an offer in three minutes. And the offer can just be something as simple as my my, my most popular lead magnet is I have brain training audios that help you to focus on what you're doing for extended periods of time. Because in order to start rewiring your neural pathways to become that person that's successful, you have to hold a thought and the corresponding motion for at least 30 seconds. And the average person can hold a thought for less than seven seconds. And when I explain that to people, they're like, wait, what? And I said, yeah. <laughs> so so I have these audios that train you how to hold thoughts for more than 30 seconds. And people, oh, yes, please give that to me. Mm-hmm. And like that whole explanation was like 30 seconds. <laughs> so, right, <laughs> right. And I've done the focus audios and they're, they are amazing. And it's And it is interesting to watch or to... Uh, not watch yourself, but to take note of how many times your brain kind of goes, wants to go off to another subject or another thought, or like it, it really, it, it actually is tough to, to hold like one, you know, focused thought for, for 30 seconds. Um, so those, the, those focused uh, audios are, are amazing as a, and that's content, right? Like that's, that's a free giveaway that you, you have that they need to provide their, their emails to get and you you follow up based on that correct yes and again it doesn't take long i went to an event once and um, i was i was so 
I was so sad for the person that ran it because it was the organizer and he had three speakers and we were going for like 90 minutes to the audience. And the only people that showed up were was the organizer and the three speakers. <laughs> yeah, that so, happens. Yep. And he's trying to make the best of it. So he said, um, well, why don't you guys just take five minutes? I don't want to keep you here. We'll, we'll just leave, but I want you guys to network. So just take five minutes, introduce yourself, do it and, and what you do. And so in five minutes, I just talked about my turning point story, the story that got me into what I do and my biggest lesson from it. And then I said, this is who I work with now. And in those five minutes, I closed someone into a $2,500 program. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> if you and and I and I say this all the time, I would rather have, you know, 10 people in the room where nine of them are qualified, high, like, you know, highly qualified people than yeah. be in a stadium of 10,000 and try to find the 10. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, you know, like the the amount of leads is is not the measure. It's really the quality of the leads. So making sure that, like as you said, going to the events where people are investing in themselves and and knowing the audience is going to be attracted to that event and knowing that, you know, that they are your ideal clients, that now you've got a room full of maybe 50 people or maybe 500 that are your ideal clients and that you can you can be talking to. So, and, and, and the manifestation squad, we have a, a saying where when we travel, we make money. So getting out of that mindset of lack and, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to be spending all this out. And then, you know, it's not, you know, when you reframe that and get out of that limiting belief, you can really start to allow um, yourself to, you know, kind of see more opportunities. And that's, that's what your brilliance is really they're your zone of genius is is kind of that that rewriting that reality and and maybe you can talk a little bit more about that because i don't think we've touched on that enough so yeah i found that if you're not getting the results you want it's because you don't want those results and people wait, go, wait say, that, say that again <laughs> say that again because this is really key because everyone's got everyone's listening going yes i do i want the seven figures i want i want this i want that but but really there's yeah. probably something stopping you, right? Yeah. So you don't, if you're not getting the results you want, you don't want those results. It's that simple. And it, you think, well, that's insane. Why would I not want to, why would I not want money or clients or success? Every person I work with, when we start digging down to see what's going on, there is a reason. A very common reason for not wanting money is, well, if I have lots of money, people are going to start asking me for it. They're going to ask me to invest in them uh, or, or just give them money or, you know, and suddenly the whole family could be like, you're in charge now. You've got all the money. You take care of the family. And and if you're if you're listening to this and you're having an emotional reaction to those questions, then you are holding back on how much money you can make right now. That's that emotional reaction shows that there's a, a re resistance. There's a block. So when you start finding these things out, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, because I, I, I would love money as long as this doesn't happen. I want success as long as this these people don't approach me. And every as long as is I don't want this. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and it goes to what you do as well, because one of the things that I see keeps people from from getting more clients is they've had horrible clients in the past. And there's like, I don't ever want that kind of a client again. And so when you're qualifying people, 
most people are like, how do I get more clients? But it's equally as important as how do I repel those other people yeah. I don't want to work with? Yeah. Right? How do I get into the room of 10, not the yeah. room of 10,000, where like 9,990 of them are just not right people for you? Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't get that awareness that there's as much need for repelling people as there is for attracting people. I love that. I, I always say attract the best, release the rest because there's somebody else's best. Yeah. So, you know, like that, no, no harm, no foul. Not everyone is going to be for you. That's why you have an ideal client. And that's why, you know, you, you want to make sure that you have your ideal clients and th that you're attracting your ideal clients and not attracting everyone and their brother, because that's, that's, you, you can't, you can't solve the world's problems. You can't help everyone, even though your product or service may be, you know, the one that you think, oh, this can be for everyone. Well, but who do you want to work with? Yeah. Like Nisha Dan, like maybe, maybe it can be for everyone, but then who do you want to work with? Nisha down that way, but get like, get targeted because when you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. So you're, you're just, you're, you're confusing your message and you're confusing your, your clients as to who you're trying to attract. So rewriting reality with, with Shiraz, uh, I mean, um, he's helped me a great deal uh, in re rewriting my own reality. And I'm still working on that because as he will be the first one to say that reality is, or these stories are an addiction. Yes. Um, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, people don't realize that they are addicted to their their reality, the stories that they're in, and it it messes people up because you you work on an issue, you think you've solved that issue, you start to get different results, you may have more success, make more money, become healthier, whatever the result is, and then you lose it after a while. And you think it's because you've done something wrong or circumstances have just shown up. I've seen people, it's like, oh, well, the technology failed and it ended up screwing up this whole workshop that I was supposed to make a lot of money on. And now I don't have money again. And really all of that, those these physical things are symptoms of you going through withdrawal because you have, were addicted to the state you used to be in. And because it doesn't look like what you would see for someone on drugs or alcohol, it's just like, well, stuff just went wrong. You don't think that that's what's going on. And when you start to make that connection, number one, you, you realize you can fix it because, oh, this is withdrawal. And all I have to do is keep doing that work again. I'll get back out of it because it worked last time. Let's do it again. But secondly, you'll get out of self-judgment. And it's like, oh my God, you had this and you screwed up. What's wrong with you? It's like, oh no, no, this is just withdrawal. Okay, let's do the work we need to do to get out of withdrawal. Exactly. A lot easier on yourself. Yes. And it's, and it is, um, that withdrawal can be hard. <laughs> Let's just say it can be, it can be hard and, um, and it's hard to sometimes let go of, but, but luckily, um, you are here to help us. So, so, uh, before we, we kind of, uh, wrap things up, Shiraz, thank you so much for joining us. Do you have a gift for the audience perhaps? I have those audios I was talking the audios the audios people the audios I was hoping he would say that um the audios are amazing so we'll put those in the show notes or do you have a, a website offhand or we can put them in the show notes that's fine well I'd rather put them in the show notes because then we can use an affiliate link and I prefer to there we go with the people I love <laughs> right? and um I appreciate that 
And uh, so we have talked about Speak to Sell, which is a little bit of a, you know, a learned skill. Um, It's not something that most people can just get on stage and start doing. There is a script. There is a process. Um, It does take practice. It's a, you know, it's, it's a practice kind of sport as some of our speaker coaches say, but there is also going to events and getting whether they're live or virtual and getting in a room with people that are not only like-minded, but are ready to invest in themselves. And they've proven that by um, actually paying to, to be at the event or in some other uh, manner where they've paid for a certain course and you're maybe in that mastermind or, or something along those lines. So those are more tips and tricks on um, how to get in front of your ideal clients. So thank you uh, everyone for joining us on kickstart the conversation. And thank you Shiraz, part of my manifestation squad for hanging out with us. And we will see you all next time. Well, where we will continue to kickstart the conversation. Thanks so much. Well, that's it for today's episode of kickstart the conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending your time with us. We hope you found our discussion about leads, lists, and leveraging relationships helpful. As we've learned, asking well-designed questions is the key to kickstarting conversations with your ideal clients, building authentic relationships, and ultimately driving more sales. So get out there and start asking those intentional questions. Your ideal clients are waiting for you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review and be sure to share it with your friends. We have lots of great conversations coming up every week that you won't want to miss. Until next time, keep asking great questions and kickstarting those conversations.